Welcome to episode 17 of The Scent Geeks. I'm very proud to say that I was just checking the analytics and we are on over 50,000 downloads. Can you believe that? Thank you for all your support. Thank you to the 10 people out there who've downloaded us 5,000 times. Um, your support is um, very appreciated. Uh, my name's Chris. You can find me on YouTube at Fragmento or uh, on Instagram at fragmental.uk. And now I would like to introduce my dashing co-host, Steve, from the YouTube channel Frags to Riches. Steve, how are you? I'm good, mate. Mate, that's that's news to me. That 50,000, I've not checked it in a while. That's like when you said that, that was the first I'd known of it. And I kind of like, wow. It's a good that's, number, that's, isn't it? That's crazy. That's yeah. really cool. O- over, you, um, over 16 episodes, over 50,000 downloads. That's uh, I'm, I'm really pleased with that. I'm well chuffed with that. I think we've done really yeah. well, like, if I do say so myself. I know, I know. Um, How's your week been this week, Steve? It's, it's good, mate. It's good, actually. I didn't mention this last week, but um, I recently created, I built myself a little slip and slide at home in the sun. <laughs> what, one of those <laughs> things that you put in the garden and you water it down and you, and you run and slide down it? Yep. I Did got out I got out the washing up liquid. I lubed myself up. Yeah. I was in my boxes and I just run down it, chucked myself down oh, it. And great. it worked infinitely better than I thought it would. I put the paddling port at the end. Yeah. Uh, my little boy was blasting me with a hose as I ran down, much to his enjoyment. And yeah, it was wicked. I highly recommend anybody oh, who tried that. If oh, you genius it. for coming up with that idea. If I did that in my garden, I think I'd slide about a metre and then end up in the shed. Well, this was my concern. The only trouble is, as I sort of dived, I did smash my knees onto like some paving stones because we've got some sort of <laughs> stepping stones across the garden and I put it in the wrong place. And I was like, ah, oh, damn. And but, what was um, the yeah. scent of the slip and slide, if, uh, if I might ask, if you had one? Well, I can't even remember now. I mean, it was probably just... Uh, fairy liquid washing up liquid to be honest because i sort of lubed myself up proper for that one but uh but other than that no this week's this week's been good um i've i mean how's your week been obviously your video came out today and yeah. and i am smoldering at you chris i'm <laughs> smoldering at you the, yeah the, the news of your the name of your fragrance yeah so I, I, it's named smolder and i've been thinking i've been sitting on it for a couple of months now and i remember tell, telling aaron and he he liked it and i don't know why i've only just come out with a video now i i just wanted to we'd, aaron had been throwing a few submissions at me and i thought we'd got to a point where it, i needed to do an update video and i thought okay this is a good video to to introduce the name because i i was happy with it and i just wanted to live with the name for a few weeks just to double check you know that keep saying it to myself and to aaron just to double check that uh, I was I was happy with it, so yeah, I'm really really stoked to uh, let everyone know what it's called. But the thing is, like you sort of touched upon in your video, when you like, it's like naming a child, isn't it? And it's the same yeah. when you're coming up with sort of baby names. You you want to sort of keep it to yourself, don't you? Because it's like your little thing. It's like yours and your wife's or whatever. It's it's like and once you sort of tell people and it's out there it's like oh that's like a thing now like yeah so and it's, and it's the same actually when you know you're pregnant or whatever it's this little exciting news it's your little secret and then you keep it and then again once you get it out there it's it's kind of exciting to tell people but conversely it's like oh it's it's not it's not just ours now it's everybody's <laughs> so that's I kind of get it's that. in the public domain and, and there's no going back really it's uh, you you'll be a bit of a, a, a wally if you suddenly come out in a couple of months and say oh actually i've changed the name 
Yeah. Well, it happens. My um, just going off on a tangent now. My wife's friend, um, they changed the name of their son. Um, obviously not by sort of depot. They hadn't re- uh, registered him, but he was born to the point where they they've still got um, congratulations cards with his like name on it, his first name. But like after about two or three weeks, they were like, mm, not feeling this name. Don't like it, oh, no. and they changed it. So they've literally still got all the cards from people saying congratulations, and you know can't wait to meet baby so and so and. And yeah, he's he's not called that anymore. <laughs> it's wow. weird, isn't it? Well, and then sometimes you you get people that their child is born and they introduce the child. They say, "Oh yeah, we've we've the birth has gone fine. Mother and baby doing well. We haven't named the child yet." I'm like, guys, you've had nine months <laughs> to come up with a name. Yes, we had that recently. One of our friends, uh, I think it's from our NCT class, and and we no, in fact, it, it was my wife's. I think my wife's sister did it as well, actually. And we were like, like we said the same. It's like you've you've had nine fucking months even if you don't know if it's a boy or a girl come up with options for both yeah. like and, and you know i'm not having a pop at anybody here as well but i also get a lot of people i hear them say um oh you know we're gonna wait until the baby comes to see what name they look like what they think, <laughs> it's, it's a baby they all look the same if you want to know what the baby looks like just go onto google and type in baby you know what i mean and click search images yeah all babies look the same you know it's they're not going to look different, but and they're going to grow. Every gonna... baby grows into its name anyway, so yeah, okay. you just get used to them, and they associate, and they become that name, don't they? Can you imagine um, if I, I'd released um, my my fragrance and I hadn't thought of a name? I was like, guys, it's the big launch. It's not called anything at the moment, but I'll I'll think of something at some point. Yeah, we're going to see what it sort of looks like in the end. <laughs> yeah, but what I was going to ask seems. you with regards to the name Smolder, which you obviously you sort of said how sort of name come about and why it mm. sort of works and the meaning behind the word. But I was going to ask you. Was there a a moment in time where you either had an Eureka moment where it came to you or where somebody said, oh, what, what about Smoldog? Or like, were you sitting down thinking of names or did it just come to you when you were, I don't know, washing the car? Do you know what I mean? Like, what, was there a moment in time yeah, where there that is. first became an option? And that's what I sort of wanted to ask. Really. Okay, yeah, well, it is car related uh, in the same way that uh, choosing the, the names of our kids was actually. Uh, my folks live an hour and a half away in Bolton and he- uh, Helen and I, my wife, we used to do most of our... Because you're busy at home, so when you get in the car, that's that's time that you've got to to think about these things. And thinking of the the girls' names, that's when we used to discuss them on these hour and a half journeys. And over the course of a few months of these journeys of these trips, we'd kind of whittle it down to to the names. And I found myself doing the same with Smolder. Every time I was driving to mum and dad's, you've got an hour and a half to kill in the car and the kids are on tablets or whatever. And I was just racking my brains of, of what it could be. And it wasn't instant. It didn't come straight away. But after a maybe two or three journeys, I was thinking, right, I want it to be one word. I want it to be a powerful word. I want it to be a word that really reflects the fragrance. And uh, but I want it to have more than just one simple meaning. I want I want it to, uh, like I said in the video, I wanted it to um, give people an idea of how it might make them feel as well as how it might smell. Do you know what I mean? So I want I wanted mm. both those things. And I was thinking, right, what are the characteristics of the fragrance? And I was coming up with things like a guy don't know um, embers and all sorts. And and I I thought I smolder popped into my head, and I thought, oh, yeah, I yeah. Uh, I quite like that, and I, I kind of, I kind of parked it and, and left it there, and tried to come up with a few other ideas, and I just kept coming back to Smolder, and I thought Smolder, 
smoulder. There's something about that. There's another meaning. And then I remembered the thing from Jumanji, the uh, smouldering yeah. intensity look. And I was like, yes, that is the feeling I want someone to have when they're wearing the fragrance. I want them to feel like they can walk into a public place and have that um, commanding presence and give people that smouldering in- intensity. And the moment that happened was we were on the end of one of these journeys from my parents and I was taking my wife to a, a race. She she, she does uh, like cross-country races. And uh, it was just as we were arriving at one of these venues in um, Sheffield, it was. And just as we parked up, I was like, that's it. I've got it. Smoulder. And I texted Aaron straight away and I said, what do you think? This is, this is, and he was like, yes, I love it. So that was it. That was the moment. There wasn't a, a, a eureka moment. Exactly. Yeah. And did you, so did you say it to your wife was the first person that you said it? Was you with her at the time or did? No, she, did she was um, psyching herself up for, for this race. Oh, okay, so uh, she would have gone in one ear and out. It would have been like, oh yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. Yeah. You sort of running after around yeah. this field going, I've got, hold on, just come back. I've, I've got, a, what about Smolder? <laughs> but I want to tell you what it yeah. means. It's got two meanings, you know? Yeah, just slow down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that's, that's really cool. No, it's just curious, like you say, to where the sort of come from that eureka moment. And it's, and it's, yeah, it's nice. I mean, obviously, if there is a celebrity face of the fragrance, it's got to be Dwayne Johnson, hasn't it, really? It's well, that's it. Yeah. I mean, he, he'll be pretty cheap. I could probably, um, I could probably pretty oh. cheaply, um, you know, purchase his uh, his face to put on the bottles. I'm sure. I'm sure it. You know, wouldn't cost very much, would it? Not like he's a big uh, star. Be up for that, I'm sure. I'll uh, do it. It's so, good. Um, it's good idea, mate. Before we get in, shall we do a bit of podmin? Before we let's do podmin. Really, yeah. Uh, so, um, as always, this is the bit where I ask people to financially support the podcast if they so wish, because we have a Kofi account, which is ko-fi.com forward slash the scent geeks or one word and if you go there the basic principle is it's like you're just sort of buying us a coffee to say thanks so you can donate as little as three pounds and we just use that money to kind of fund the podcast like hosting fees and stuff like that so we've had one two three four donations this week so thank you so much guys it's really appreciated i never say how much people donate because i don't want to um I don't want to boast or embarrass anybody or whatever. So, nope. but, but we'd have had a, we've donation. had a few nice cups of coffee this week, so thank you. Yes, um, we've had uh, Barry at Centralize has donated again. I think is that like the third time he's donated. I think he's a serial wow. donator. So Barry, you do realise you don't have to pay every week for every episode. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you can if you want, but I, thanks, mate. <laughs> and he just said, "Keep up the great work, guys. Doing a fantastic job." So thank you, Barry. Barry released. Um, well i think he released a couple of videos this week but one video that i saw was um was a really nice um, moment where he's filmed this sort of challenge video with his children and it was just sort of one of those endearing things where he just kept making them laugh they were in hysterics it's clearly obviously you could just obviously there's a bond between them obviously and it just showed because they were just he wasn't even doing anything particularly funny per se, but they were just loving it and laughing and they were all sort yeah. of losing it and there was outtakes and all sorts. And it was I need to watch nice. that. I haven't caught that one yet. I'll definitely... Yeah, it was just it. a like, really nice endearing moment. Um, I, I love that stuff that makes... Me too. It's, it, I, I sort of quite enjoy when you're watching like a sitcom like, like the, the US Office. I like watching the outtakes and, and bloopers because it's just... 
such a nice human thing. I love it when people just lose it and they can't keep it together. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. A, <laughs> it's such an infectious thing when somebody just keeps like, and yeah. for no real reason, and it's you can't help but laugh. I love that. And he also re- uh, released a couple of videos uh, shining a, a light on some uh, smaller reviewer channels, some people who've just started. He did a UK and rest of the world, and he also did a US. Uh, I've not seen the US one yet, um, but I checked out a few of the channels that he mentioned in the UK and gone. Um, gave them a sub and, and a like and a comment uh, so it was great I had no idea that they existed so thanks for um, showing me those those people Barry and thanks for the coffee cool. um, yeah so just to in case anybody missed it it's uh, his channel is Sensualize and that's sense spelled S-C-E-N-T obviously the, the fun there and he's also on Instagram as well you can find him with the same handle um, Paul has uh, donated as well. He said, loving the podcast, very easy to listen to. Any suggestions on a fragrance for working in an office? Nothing too overwhelming. Prada I mean, Lomb. Yeah. Prada that's, Lomb, that's, that's yeah. is my favourite office fragrance, Prada Lomb. It is a bit cliche, but I love it. It's powdery clean, it's Irish. Yeah. It's attractive. It's not going to offend anybody. A couple of other ones. One I wore recently, actually, um, and I forgot how good it was and how versatile it was, would be um, Sean John, Unforgivable. Okay. Which is very similar to Millicene Imperial. Yep. Um, really enjoy that. I always forget how good that fragrance is, actually, and it's quite cheap as well. Um, some people say it doesn't last too well, but it, I kind of get quite good performance, so I don't know if I've got an older batch. Yeah, I've never tried um, it, actually. It's inc- It's probably still one of the most versatile fragrances in my collection. It's just, yeah, it's really good fragrance. And another one is, uh, well, I mean, there's loads, obviously, but another one that I was trying to, because I obviously saw this before you, this question, another one that I thought was a li- little bit different, slightly left field, is um, Coach for Men, the original, the EDT one. It's oh, a very yeah. clean, fresh. It's got a nice, it's a suede kind of uh, accord in the base. It gives it a slightly manly edge, but it's very clean and, fresh kind of a sort of safe blue office type fragrance yeah and platinum for that matter actually coach platinum yeah platinum as well um right who's next we've got um now i don't know how to pronounce the name i don't know if it's sefi it's c-e-f-f-e apologies as i've mispronounced your name I, i i can only apologize they said thanks for an enjoyable podcast cheers from sweden so they're listening in sweden so thank you for that thank you sweden and uh, Russ Arnold also bought us a coffee and Russ has um, often commented on my YouTube videos and I think he has as yours as well. He's very kind of active and supportive on YouTube. So um, just a, a sort of nice to give him a shout out as well and say thank you for kind of all of the support and, and stuff on YouTube as well. But he said, hi, gents. Thanks for keeping us entertained, particularly during lockdown. It's amazing how many fragrances I've bought since I can't go out anywhere. Yeah, it is bad. I'm sort of... <laughs> it's it's bad but yeah you kind of bit of boredom and, a, and yeah. also you, you can't you, you're not going out you're not getting any nice meals so when a, a fragrance or a package arrives it's kind of exciting isn't it it's a bit of something nice yeah he said a quick question what will the next fragrance be that you buy to put a smile on your face that you haven't had before um i assume he means the fragrance that i've not had before not the smile because you know my life <laughs> isn't that bad um cheers so i'm I'm sort of currently why you have a little think Chris I'm currently sitting on don't say Rosh Asman <laughs> yeah <so I'm laughs> that would hurt on that. that's, 
that's why I'm so attentive during this uh, podcast. <laughs> no, I'm currently sort of dwelling on whether to purchase. Um, I did my Show Me Your Spritz video, uh, which uh, you... No, you didn't tell me. You did your video recently as well. We yes, we both, we both uh, released them uh, around the same time, I think, didn't we? Yeah. And one of the fragrances I mentioned in there is Le Noir de L'Homme. And I sort of mentioned I've been coveting the Le Noir de L'Homme vintage batch. Like, ideally, it's sort of 2009, but obviously it might have been the first for- formulation that was still quite good. So I've sort of been trowling eBay a little bit, actually, to see if I can get a reasonable deal. I'm annoyed because I missed out on one recently. Mm. And there's another one now, and it's a bit more expensive. And I'm like, oh, yeah, but I could have got the other one was cheaper. So I'm sort of amid an R in if I should invest in that one. From a collector's point of view, are you uh, intent on getting the original? Or would you consider Dewar's version? You know how they've done a vintage Lamal, they've also got a vintage Le Nui. Um, So you could go for that? Well, there's, there's a few kind of going about because... I part of me wants to get the original because from a collector's point of view and I love yep. the fragrance and I sort of feel like I owe it but then also there's a few floating around because I know Parfums Vintage do one called Suave they which do. is also apparently meant to be the vintage Lenoir de Lomme it's yep. kind of a bit strong on the cardamom and also so do Alexandria Fragrances they've got one oh, I'm trying to remember what it's called now uh, I'm just going to quickly find out. Yeah, I can't they've, remember the name of it actually. Yeah, they've they've sort of re-released it. There's the original one, then I've done 2.0, which is meant to be even better. So I'm sort of mm. looking at kind of getting that as well, and and then maybe either doing a video or doing some tests out of curiosity to see how it kind of compares and stuff like that. So, so yeah, I'm sort of yeah. Oh, it's called Ombre Noir. So right. They've got Ombre Noir and Ombre Noir 2.0. And there you I go, folks. The Head over to Alexandria if you want to get some uh, vintage Lanui formula. Yeah, I mean, we've given them a few options there. but yeah. So that that's currently what I'm sort of sitting on. I've got three. Minute, I've got three that I've been sitting on for a long time now, and I'm a, a little bit embarrassed. I've smelt these, but I'm a little bit embarrassed to say I don't own them, so I need to I've sort that out. Um, so one we've, we've talked about is Prada Lomme. And the reason I haven't mm. bought it is because I don't know which one to... I love the original, but I love the uh, the low in, in the blue bottle. It's a bit more yes. lemony. Love it. Um, that's it. That's an awesome office scent too. Actually, if you want a bit more citrus, um, and uh, also the intense, I, I love that as well. So I, I, you know, can't go out and buy all three. So I think I'm just going to get the original and then maybe uh, add add the flankers down the line. Uh, so yeah, uh, sorry, mate. Have you were you going to have you got? Uh, well, the only thing I was going to say, I know um, I've smelt most of them. I don't actually, I've smelt the low one and I know um, a channel that we've never mentioned on the podcast before actually is UK Frag Guy. He's a big fan of that ah, fragrance. He loves Carl, right. uh, Prada Lomme. Yeah, Carl loves Prada Lomme low um, as a sort of spring slash summer freshy. So he he loves that. It's very lovely. Um, but I'm the same. I've I've got the original Prada Lomme and it's, it's getting quite low actually. So part of me thinks, oh, should I just try and use that up and then I'll get one of the flankers like Prada Lomme Intense or something because it's yeah. a bit more justifiable because I think oh bottle's empty I need to get another one yeah so for sure yeah, yeah. Um, so the, the, yeah the other two uh, and this was uh, sparked off by a video that Joy Amin released today actually on the uh, Dior Fahrenheit line and it's a line that I've not really explored at all so I think I would go for the original I think a lot of people say the Parfum is nice as well, but I would start off with the original Fahrenheit. I know it's a diff- probably a different formula from what it used to be. I don't know if I can be bothered just scrabbling around eBay for a for a vintage, so I might just get a cheapy, cheapy bottle, small bottle of uh, Fahrenheit EDT, bit a bit of petrol in my life. Um, and then the other one is, then uh, this comes around every time the weather gets warm. I think I've still not picked that one up, and it's Versace Mano Fresh. Oh mate, I love that fragrance. Yeah, Absolutely I need to get love it. it. 
Yeah, no, I, I love that. I've actually got, um, I think I might have mentioned this before, but Azaro Chrome Sport is basically a clone uh, of that. Oh, right, very similar. And it's, you can get it for like 20 quid, and it's an absolute banger. I absolutely love it. Absolutely, it's really, really good. Yeah, so I think I'm yeah. going to troll the discounters and uh, hook myself up with those three for some lockdown purchases, you know? Yeah, just to get that little hit of endorphins as it arrives, and you're like, ooh, excitement, fragrance. So, yeah. Uh, talking about fragrances, uh, this being a fragrance podcast and all, um, should we talk about the fragrances we've been wearing this week? Yes, please do. What have you, what have you been wearing, mate? What's um, what so exciting I... world of niche are you been dabbling in? Wait, hey, 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 hey. Let me count these up. Have One, two, three. Three designers this week, Steve. You'll oh, be proud of me. Three you, designers. Yeah. Um, so today I wore uh, Dolce & Gabbana Light Blue Intense. I was inspired by Jeremy's video. Uh, let's just I mention. Have, I've not seen this video. He's, he's just he, he put a video out today, and um, I thought, is that like a, a thumbnail that he's just constructed, or is it actually him stood in front of a flip chart? So I clicked on it, and it was three best summer fragrances or something. And yes, he's stood in front of a flip chart, and he's made um, three points about each of the three fragrances. And um, light blue intense uh, was was the number one. I thought, Jeremy, is this what it's come to? It used to be it used to be hot women. And now it's flip charts. I'm like, what's going on? He's taking a new direction in his channel. Can he not <laughs> use all the money he's earned from Fragrance One to maybe get like a, an OHP, an overhead projector, maybe? Sort of move with the times. I you thought know? you said OHP get, get... then. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, get some of those acetate sheets that you write on, and then you've got to flip it when you put it down. Yeah, and, and you know, his, his writing yeah. wasn't very neat. I thought if you're going to go on in front of a million subscribers you'd make sure your, your handwriting was legible wouldn't you but, uh, but Jeremy doesn't give two fucks though does he anymore like, anymore he, 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 like he'll just I mean I kind of respect the fact that you know he shares videos of him bloody jumping on tables uh, like we discussed before there's another video where he had a tanning incident when he's got a yeah. brown face and he, he'll just put it out there he just doesn't care anymore I guess it's all AdSense but you know he'll yeah. just stick, you know fuck it uh, so yeah Je Jeremy in his flip chart inspired me to wear uh, Daunting Amanda Light Blue Intense today which I thoroughly enjoyed it was a nice sunny day so it worked really well I've also worn again this week uh, Triumph of Bacchus from Argos Fragrances not the catalogue shop in the UK um, Atelier des is actually very very kindly sent me a bottle of their brand new release which is called Rouge Soray and it's a beautiful sweet like honey date scent so if you like dried fruits and fragrances this is like sweet and and fruity it's absolutely gorgeous uh, I think probably a autumn more of an autumn type scent but uh, you know we, we get cooler days here so we, we can wear anything really can't we um, Nigel this is another designer, Nigel from Two Centsworth, posted on Instagram about, was it, oh, is it Diorum O or Diorum Cologne? I think it was O. And uh, I, I said, oh, I've not I've not got that one, but I've, I've got Diorum Sport, which I've not worn for ages, which is a similar citrusy light fragrance. And so I wore that. So thanks, Nigel, for the inspiration. And uh, I've been sitting on this one as well, Steve, because I also wore Rochas Man. Ooh, yeah. That's a bit. Um, and also Creed Viking have won, which is just my favourite Creed at the moment. Wear it all year round, it hits the spot for me. It's just fresh, it's high quality. It's it's one of those fresher fragrances that lasts. Uh, it's a really great, long-lasting, fresher fragrance, which I love, Creed Viking. Um, so that's my that's my weekend fragrance. What have you been wearing, Steve? Um, I've, I've not, well, I've got a couple of interesting ones. So I've been 
cycling through some kind of classic spring ones for Mont Blanc Explorer, my biggest kind of compliment getter at the minute. Um, Eleven on Sport I wore today. Um, I did wear Sean John Unforgivable, as I mentioned earlier. But a couple of that I wanted to kind of mention, I uh, received a sample this week um, from a um, sort of follower on Instagram. It was really kindly, I, I think I commented on a post uh, about it and then they kind of, well, I've got this, I don't need it anymore. And I kind of sent it to you, which was really nice. So um, it goes by the name of Marky Fraghead. That's Marky M A K. M-A-R-K-I-E I said I'd kind of give him a shout out because he sent me a sample for, mm-hmm. for, for absolutely nothing which was very kind of him and that sample was Kieran NYC Santal Sky oh um, yes yes have you smelled that one I know I've you've got, got um, Sunday Brunch I've yeah. got it mate have you yeah. got, I've, I've got actually, a full bottle have you? I've got a full bottle they sent me one and uh, it's going to be in a video a spring niche fragrances video um, that is I'm probably going to release in the week so yeah talking about it in there but that's the first time I've talked about it on, on camera um, what did you think of it? Well, it's very. I've literally, I've not kind of give it a proper wearing yet. I've just kind of had a couple of kind of sprays and kind of smelt it and that because I, I want to do. I'm going to do, do some full wearings and do a, a, a full video review. I think probably uh, yeah. along with Sunday brunch because I've got I've got a bottle of Sunday brunch from Kieran NYC as well. So I'm going to probably do a little Kieran uh, video. Good. So very early impressions. Um, really nice. Um, really, I, I love the kind of value for money proposition from Kieran NYC me too and such great. good quality fragrances for such a good price um, the only thing I'd say with Santel Scott I like I really liked it but I think so far I need to give it a full wear and as I say but I, I feel it's a sort of touch because it's unisex it's a touch too feminine I think for me just a little touch oh, right. um, so as much as I like it like if I smelt it on a woman uh, in in the office, so say, I think I'd probably compliment on it. I'd be like, "Oh, you smell really nice." Yeah. But I don't know if it's if it's a fragrance that I would want to wear in an office yet, but I need to kind of give it a proper wearing and see yeah. how it develops and stuff. It's quite so. bright and breezy for a, a sandalwood scent. It's not it's not your typical sandalwood. I'd say it's a very modern, perhaps synthetic interpretation of, of sandalwood. It's very interesting scent. I've, I've I've really enjoyed it. Well, I noticed the sandalwood. Actually, I found it quite prominent in the opening. I was like, oh, it's sort of seemed quite woody, but it soon sort of dried down and went a little bit more, like you say, light and breezy, actually. It yeah. kind of went off quite quickly. So, But yeah, as I say, I do love the value proposition you get from Kieran NYC, I must say. Um, and another interesting fragrance I found, it actually, it, it, I guess it's I guess it's kind of niche. Well, it's, it's, they're promoting it as a niche quantity fragrance, at least. The Clone House Rosa Salas, I did a video on this, They've um, got a line of six brand new original creation fragrances. So they've come up with six. Most of them are kind of oud based and quite full on sort of strong. They're more for oud lovers and stuff like that. But the knowing that that's not me, they did send me a sample of the sort of lighter one, which is called Lucayan. And it doesn't actually have any oud in it, but it is kind of quite woody. And um, and I was really impressed with it. So they're, 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 as I say, they're promoting them as niche because they're meant to be quite expensive to manufacture. I think they're going to be, they're not released yet, but it's going to be about 75 quid, I think, for 50 mil. So so not, not cheap, uh, 70 quid, I think. Um, mm. But um, it's really nice. So it opens up kind of quite fresh and it's kind of got this sort of nice woody uh, nature kind of comes in. And it's, um, and there's a real sort of, balance between this sort of woodiness and the freshness it's a real sort of like dichotomy but then i thought oh it's probably going to kind of dry down and become quite dry because the wood is quite a dry wood but it doesn't actually once the citrus dissipates it becomes a touch sweeter so you end up with this sort of very nice sort of slightly sweet woody 
fragrance is sort of signature scent worthy. Yeah, because you tagged that a little bit on to the end of your video, didn't you? After uh, when, when you'd had the dry yeah, down a little bit. I, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because I just felt like I had to comment because I, I sort of commented on the video as a first impressions. I thought, oh, it's, it feels a bit dry. I think it might get even drier still when you lose the citrus, but it did, and it actually sweetened up slightly because there's uh, vanilla in the base, um, and I think there's cumarin. I'm just trying to remember what's in there. Musk and amber. So there's kind mm. of quite some sort of you know presence in the base there, yeah. and it, and it, yeah, I was like really impressed. It was like really, really good. It sort of, I'm not saying it smells like it, but it was the type of fragrance that does remind me of. Um, like George Saharov's signature type thing. It's that sort oh, of manly yeah. signature style scent. I think you'd really like it. Mate. And 75 quid for 50 mil, I, th I think it's good value for like a, a high quality well, niche yeah. scent. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was it was really good quality. It was really smooth. I was sort of really impressed. So yeah, I look forward to that, but they're not released yet. They've kind of got um, sort of samples and early batches, but they've not been able to mass produce them because of uh, Corona. So yeah, yeah. Sure. But that was really interesting. So that's me, really. Right. Nothing else happened than that. Yeah. Well, um, I th I'd like to mention another video, if I may. Uh, we of were course. talking about Killer from Killer Frags, who's Killer Frags, yeah. who's kind of had a bit more of a presence online. Uh, he he did well, a live stream. He had a five-hour presence the other night, didn't a he, on one of his live yeah. streams. I popped in for half an hour just to say hi, um, but I think yeah, uh, Killer and Lex ended up going through till. 1am or beyond um, just listening to music and, and drinking which is live, live YouTube live streams is funny isn't it because it's just like two people having a Skype call um, but there's like a few other people like voyeurs in there listening as well well that's the thing because I sort of missed it and then I sort of logged in well I went back online like hours later yeah thinking you'd catch up with through. it yeah yeah I thought I'd like, catch up with it assuming it'd be finished and I might watch back and the thumbnail was there. I was like, oh, he's put this thumbnail. And I clicked on it. I was like, hold on. It's still live. Because you know the lives it. stay on there for 24 hours, I think, don't they? Yeah. And it was still live. And it was just him and Lex just kind of vaping and yeah. listening to music, not talking. I was like, this is a, I'm not high enough for this, I don't think. It was just like... <laughs> I was listening to them when they were talking. And uh, it's kind of just like relaxing. And like they're both really interesting guys, actually. Both really interesting, intelligent guys. So uh, very down to earth as well. Aren't yeah, they? totally. And the the other video that Killer put out was uh, one that you you tagged him in the show me a spritz, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So so that like you and I both did twenty minute videos for that. He did. He show me a spritz tag and another tag in one eight minute video. What is it? How is this going to And there was a, a minute of him singing at the start. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just like he's smashed through that tag like it was nothing. Ah, God. I love watching Killer. He's got such an engaging presence on camera. He's There's no one else like him in the fragrance community on YouTube. And we should, yeah. we should shout out his comedy is genius. And that's natural because he was like that in the live stream as well. But we should also mention, which not a lot of people might, might notice, is his editing is on point. He knows how to how to splice a comedic um a comedic totally, video. Yeah. He can he can time it perfectly. As I've sort of said to you, I think it is from coming from a sort of trained eye, like I think if the average Joe might watch his video and he's got this sort of comes across as so down to earth don't care don't give a shit you know it's kind of just throws it together sort of approach to his presentation style which makes it really entertaining and interesting to watch but but as somebody that edits videos um, I can see how much editing has gone into that final video for YouTube so you can see like you say the, 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 com the comedic bits how he's put a bit in here he's cut to something else he's, he's spliced that together 
and and again the untrained eye would just kind of again that's the art of editing as well you know you know the really good editor you don't notice that it's kind of been edited it's smooth isn't it it just yeah. goes in and pro and but you can see how much work he puts into it but i think it's he i think he produces a lot of music doesn't he so he's probably really sort of interested in editing and yeah quite, quite a, good at it, so. a good edit yeah yeah but killer's yeah. one of those guys that I, you know, I've not felt this for a long time. I don't want to big him up too much because I don't want to swell his head. But it's been a long time since there's been a creator in Fradcom that whenever they upload a video, I'm like, right, that is... I'm, sometimes I don't even watch it there and then. I'll be like, no, I want to enjoy this. I want to go and have a cup of tea, sit down in a quiet room or watch it before I go to bed and really enjoy it. And because he uploads so infrequently... Uh, his videos are really, um, I really welcome them. So I, I just love, I really anticipate it when he, totally he drops agree, a new mate. video. I'm, I love it. I'm the same. He's one of the only YouTubers at the minute that I will watch pretty much every every video because, like you say, he doesn't. Because he releases one every often. two months. <laughs> yeah, and, and, I, and I really enjoy it. But I did the same, actually. It's funny you say that because his video came up. I think it was the, the tag video that showed me your spirits. And I was kind of sitting on the lounge floor I think I just finished playing a game with my boy and he'd kind of gone off to find his mum upstairs or whatever and and I was scrolling through YouTube saw his video and I actually moved myself from the floor to the sofa to get comfy to click on it on my phone and watch it I was kind of like oh I'm just going to sit down and watch this one and sort of made a bit more of a conscious effort to kind of sit down and watch it because I, I just I, yeah I really enjoy it and you know you're going to be entertained oh, so, we yeah, love we great. love the killer but guys if you've not subscribed to Killer Frags on YouTube head over to his channel show him some love he's on about 10,000 subscribers he could have a lot lot more if he uploaded a little bit more regularly although I wouldn't want him to go daily because I, I wouldn't want him to lose the, the magic that he currently has in his videos, maybe, maybe one a week or two a week, I think would be more sustainable for him for him as well. Totally. Um, well, any other videos you wanted to mention? I or? think I think I've mentioned all the all the videos really I wanted to to mention this week. I'm just wondering, Steve, shall we uh, shall we transition seamlessly into the scenario? I was going to say the same. It's great, great minds think alike, and all that jazz. Yeah, go. I think we're for time wise because this is quite a good scenario that came in. It's hot off the press. This is like last minute. I wait, got wait, this wait, wait, today. wait, Steve, hold up, hold up. Scenario. Okay, go. Lovely. It's. I mean, it, what I love is that it sounds like a recording because you nail it every time. It's it's like a replica. It's perfect every time. <laughs> so um, yes, this came hot hot in today, and the person actually said, "Oh, will this will this go into the next episode, or have I missed it?" So they were kind of probably kind of keen in, yeah. and it was quite an interesting one. I love. Um, so if you do have a scenario for us, or mainly for Chris, because I kind of challenge him with these, do um, you can find me on Instagram, so Frags to Riches, and you can send me um, a sort of. Uh, DM on there or if you go into the Saint Geeks podcast Facebook group you can um, find me and there's one of the admins and send me a message there don't post it in the group because ideally I don't want Chris to see it just because I don't like to give him too much thinking time but um, yeah so this came in through Instagram and it's from a curious nose which is a great uh, Instagram account so I urge everybody to oh yeah great um, good Instagram account Yeah, really good. So I urge any um, Instagrammers out there to go and give them a follow. So this is a, this is an interesting one. I've not got a definitive answer for this because I don't think this is that sort of thing, but I think it might promote a nice bit of conversation and, and you can sort of interpret it and infer a different way of doing this. And I've sort of thought of how I might take it, but it'd be interesting to see your sort of thought process. So he said, here it is. 
a time machine has been made available to you and being the fraghead that you are you decide to travel back in time with a fragrance a groundbreaking fragrance which given an earlier release could have been even more innovative the event you'll be traveling back in time to is a trade show so you've potential to really make it big what fragrance do you choose and when do you travel back to so it sort of reminds me of um, Hot Tub Time Machine. I think it's maybe Hot Tub Time Machine 2 where one of the characters goes back in time and he starts up Google, but he calls it like Frugal or something or whatever mm. it is. But basically he, ha- he takes the idea, obviously because he's from the present day, he goes back, beats the, the Google inventor to the to the post and, and he ends up being a millionaire sort of thing. So that's what I thought of when I read that. I was like, oh, it's like, okay, if we take a fragrance, go back. So... Depends how you want to kind of interpret this, because what I started doing was thinking of fragrances that aren't actually that groundbreaking per se, but are almost underrated. Like they're actually really good fragrances, but if they were just maybe released a bit sooner rather than following a trend, they were ahead of the trend. Yeah. How they how it would have changed their their feedback and their sort of delivery. So again, just to give you a bit more thinking time, Chris, I don't know how you get on with it, but a couple of that come to my mind was a fragrance that I. That I, I think is a really solid fragrance, but kind of totally got overlooked because it was just done and dusted almost. Was um, Mr. Burberry from the House of Burberry? Um, they did the EDT and the EDP, and it's a really solid fragrance. It's really nice, but it's just obviously follows the whole blue trend, and it's all kind of been done and you've seen better before. I mean, and to be fair, I as much as I sort of like that, and even the wife complimented me on that fragrance. I didn't even keep it myself. I must admit, I flipped it because I thought, well, I've got Blair de Chanel, etc. But if you took that back to pre Blur de Chanel, like pre 2010 or something, and sort of started presenting this whole idea of a blue fragrance that it's every situation, mm. you know, very attractive, kind of easy to wear fragrance, how that would have sort of been taken. But then the fact that it's Burberry, it might have been a brand thing that stopped it. So you could probably do the same with YSL. Uh, why the EDT I actually prefer the EDT version to the EDP I'm one of the few people because I think it's fresher and less cloying but again the uh, YSL Y just kind of got slammed as oh it's just uh, blue fragrance boring dull but if you took that pre-2010 maybe and started introduced it as a brand new sort of blue type fragrance would it have got a bit of maybe with a brand of uh, Yves Saint Laurent behind it it might have done I don't know so that's my little waffle, mate. I've given you a bit of thinking time there to see how you interpret this scenario. So yeah, I'm. Uh, gosh, it's a really tough it's one. It's tough, this. isn't it? Yeah, it's tough. So what? I, I mean, mean, I'm not going to hold you to come up with one definitive thing. But if you've got any sort of ideas of you know what might be interesting to do with a time machine and a fragrance, then by all means, let us know. I'd be quite interested to take Zara's vibrant leather back. Um, you know, obviously, no one would know about Aventus, so it'd be really interesting to um, to go back and say, yeah, yeah, this is just a clothing shop that's made this twelve ninety nine fragrance, and just see if the world goes batshit crazy over it. You know? Yeah. Same with like Mont Blanc Explorer. Yeah. Obviously, it's just got beasted for being a clone. I I personally don't think it is. I just bet it's fucking deri- derivative, and it probably wouldn't exist without Aventus, obviously. But if you could go back would it get the hype would it have just been this because it's Mont Blanc again similar yeah. to you know probably more so than Zara but still just Mont Blanc is a pen company because what's part of the hype of Aventus was that it's a prestige luxury niche house that a lot of people elevated it instantly because of that and would you know would Zara Vibrant Leather or Mont Blanc Explorer would they get the same kind of of status and accolades 
just because they're they're kind of budget brands. I don't know. It'd be really interesting. You know, that would really be a true um, tester of is is it the DNA or is it more than yeah. that? Is it the um, is it the thought and status and privilege that comes with owning a house like Creed that that partly makes it this legendary fragrance? I, I don't know. I'd be very interested. Hmm. I totally agree. So. Like, I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not gonna hold you to like say come up with one, but I just thought it was quite an interesting sort of question and topic really, because I started thinking mm. Yeah, well I'm, I'm gonna have that as my answer. I'm gonna stick with vibrant leather as, as my answer because I just think that's that's a slightly different take on it. And I think I'd I'd be very interested personally just to see how, how that one would do. So good question. Thank uh, you. Uh, the only other thing I started thinking as well, um, is if you took like a classic fragrance and went further back, like maybe you know, something from and obviously because perfumery moves with the times though so would it yeah. have worked if you took something like aqua de Gio or ck1 and you went further back to like 50s 60s or whatever perfumery was doing a different thing then so would you have been innovative and people going oh shit this this is amazing or would they go and well that's that's really weird that's a weird fragrance that doesn't fit in with the industry right now that's that's a bit you know, would they have looked right, at it yeah. like secretions magnifique and gone yeah or if you took some like gucci weird. guilty absolute back a uh, hundred years. I wonder if people would just be like, "What? No way! What are you doing? This is just some, yeah. like something from an apothecary shop or something." Exactly. That's the thing because it, it's like the same with fashions, isn't it? You yeah. things kind of moves and it kind of goes around, and it's a uh, evolution rather than a sort of revolution. But, so. but I think that that's, yeah. this is where the term timeless comes from. So if you have something like um, Diorzo Sauvage or Bois de Portugal from Creed or something like Shalimar from Guerlain, any of those fragrances you could take back to anywhere in time and I think they would be instantly loved and I think you could probably carry those forward into the future 100 years and I think they would still be very enjoyable scents. So I, so I think that is the kind of where the definition of timeless is. It's in those types of fragrances. But yes, like you say, there are other fragrances, perhaps like Aventus, that are more for, the, for a specific time maybe. Mm. What I would like to say is this is quite an interesting one. This is to be good to kind of keep this conversation going, actually. So if there's mm. any listeners out there that you've kind of thought, oh, if it was me, I would totally take this back to 1983 when I went to the school disco or whatever, whatever it may be, like go into the St. Geeks podcast Facebook group and um, and post something in there and we'll kind of start, you know, it'd be good to hear what people think, what they would do, you know, because it can, like I say, be a personal thing. You might actually take it back to a specific event and think, oh, if I was wearing a Ventus in my, when I was 17 going to the, you know, I would have totally got with that girl, yeah. like whatever. So yeah, it'd be <laughs> interesting to hear what people think and how they sort of interpret this and what they would do with this sort of thing. So do please continue this conversation in the St. Geeks podcast yeah. Facebook group. I think there's plenty more to be had uh, out, out of this subject so yeah join us join us we'll see you there geeks we'll see you on facebook in our in our little group which is growing nicely it is indeed thank you everybody which is the scent geeks podcast facebook group so yes join us there and it's a good place to ask questions uh, we do want to remind you let's keep it on topic let's just keep it uh, podcast related or anything we've discussed on the podcast an extension of that it's not buy or sell or uh, general frag questions loads of other groups for that the scent geeks podcast is for the podcast funnily enough it's all in the name folks <laughs> it is indeed i think it's time um, to wrap it up steve are you uh yeah are I'm, you happy yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy i'm you, gonna go and get some we, food mate yeah. we've scratched our, our little frag chat itch for this week have we done everything i have as well good. and uh Russia's man has, has has just popped out so i'm, <laughs> I'm good to finish now so <laughs> <laughs> right you can go and relax now i can indeed yeah so just make um, sure you wipe I, it down 
<laughs> I'll do my best. So before you um, sign off, I've just uh, not much to say really other than thank you everybody. Thank you for the continued support uh, on here and on my YouTube channel and etc. As I say, do keep submitting those um, scenarios etc. We do love and continue the conversation going in the Facebook group. It's, it's great to build a, a little podcast community. I love it. So Absolutely. Thank well, thanks, Steve. Been a pleasure as always. And thank you, everybody, for listening this week. Hope you're all doing well in lockdown. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are saying that on Mondays and through the week, this is a nice little distraction. I know we've got YouTube and things like that, but there's, that podcasts are a little bit different. I, I love a good podcast. So I really feel like uh, if we're helping you out in some way, then, you know, at least we're doing some good during this crazy time. So stay safe out there, everybody. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Have a week, geeks. Thank you.